this is Heman Karandekar welcoming you to the fourth episode of the Product Dossier podcast. This podcast is having conversations about leadership, people and technology for project businesses. Today we are going to talk on the missing piece in the enterprise software landscape for IT services companies. IT services companies provide complex technology solutions like application implementation, infrastructure management, security and data protection to their clients with multiple projects deploying hundreds or thousands of knowledge workers their own operations are complex and challenging they use various enterprise software packages to manage their operations this industry is several decades old so one can say that their enterprise software space is quite mature but is it so today we are going to examine this subject and find if there is any missing piece and what is that to give us a helicopter view and also a below the radar view of the landscape we have with us sandeep kumar founder and ceo of product dossier solutions sandeep has been an insider in the it services industry but as an innovator and entrepreneur he has built up an enterprise software product company that serves the industry sandeep thus has both perspectives inside out and outside in i am excited to have sandeep with us Welcome Sandeep to this podcast. Thank you Heman, thank you for having me. Sandeep, can you give us a quick overview of the enterprise software packages that IT companies typically use for their operations? Sure. Uh so if you look at a little bit of a history of IT services, right? So um uh, before IT services came, the manufacturing industry was there. So they were using ERPs and all and as it industry or it companies uh, they became uh, they were scaling up and they were becoming larger so they needed a software uh, you know to do their financial transactions and all those things so the very first software uh, or the package uh, as you are calling it uh, they used is the erps now these erps were not really made for the services industry they were made for the manufacturing industry like uh, the sap's or the oracles of the world but then they saw a opportunity uh, in the it industry so they sort of force fit their erps into the it industry so that is one side so the very first softwares the smaller ones used the accounting softwares like tally or quickbooks of the world and the larger ones are using the erp that is on the financial transaction then on the customer facing side uh, you know the salesforce and the crm softwares have been there uh, for quite some time and uh, so on the customer facing side these it industry has now are using one or the other crm softwares like salesforce hubspot or uh, or the uh, local ones uh, uh. so these to the crm and the erp are sort of well established uh, they know how to use it they are seeing certain value out of it uh, besides that uh, they have also sort of using uh, uh, hr technology right to manage their employee master uh, their performance appraisals or even uh, sort of absence management so that's another uh, category of software the hr piece uh, which is there and having said that now where actually their projects where their business gets executed they really don't have uh, any uh, very uh, so to say sophisticated softwares there 
or well-established softwares like CRM and ERP, right? So what these software companies have done because they themselves are programmers and they can they think they can code everything. So they have built some sort of a homegrown utilities to do portion of this in isolation. And then they are heavily relying on the Excel sheets as well. So today landscape of these IT services company, I would say CRM on the left hand side, ERP and HR on the right hand side. And then this homegrown utilities or the Excels where they actually execute their business. Or perhaps the project management uh, software. Okay, good point. Uh, um, uh, so they, uh, the likes of Jira and all, so this also has been uh, in use uh, uh, for their, you know, ag- actual execution of their tickets or tasks uh, and things like that. So it is, as I said, these are more team driven rather than organization driven. While, you know, there is a CRM and the ERPs are at the org level, everybody uses it for every transaction. But these JIRAs and all sometimes they are driven by the customer for one team. So they are more not really at an enterprise level, but more at a team's level. Uh, but that is also being used. You are right. So there are all kinds of, uh, let's say, smaller business processes are uh, getting automated. That probably leaves out many end-to-end uh, kind of uh, workflows. Is that the kind of uh, situation in uh, IT service companies? Absolutely. As I said that uh, they have these islands, CRM, ERP, and then, uh, you know, the Jira. But if you really start looking at, uh, you know, what are the challenges or what is the aspiration or what is the drivers or KPIs of the IT services? This is to improve the top line, to improve the resource utilization, improve profitability and, uh, you know, uh, how do I improve the employee engagement? and all those things and the customer satisfaction. So these sort of KPIs, the current systems, uh, one of the key challenges that first of all, there is no single version of truth. These systems itself, they are not really talking to each other in real time basis. And also a lot of processes are not digitized yet. It is still like uh, managed via email or phone calls. For example, collaboration at the time of estimation between sales and delivery. It's a broken process. So that is managed through emails. Now, another process, for example, billing. Uh, Today, there is uh, timesheets are filled somewhere else. And then this data is compiled in Excel sheets. And then, you know, somebody sits in front of the ERP and uh, comes out with the invoicing and all. So a lot of such processes are broken. The reason for that is while they have, uh, you know, digitized the left and the right in the center where they actually execute their business, uh, as I said, they don't, they have not really implemented uh, uh, any uh, uh, standard technology platform. Uh, be- they have just used their own homegrown utilities. And uh, this is a real problem because this is their own baby. Uh, and sometimes they think that they don't have a problem and uh, everything is working fine but they are losing out on a lot of these benefits yeah. which a standard uh, technology even, can even, bring uh, day to day the so called operational purely operational issue of uh, allocating resources absolutely so that also is uh, oh yes uh, absolutely that's a completely excel driven uh, phenomena today 
and you wouldn't believe we would think that you know large organizations uh, uh, in uh, uh, it services space would have everything automated and they would be uh, but uh, the larger the company the more manual activities you will find so all like resource utilization which is actually directly linked to the top line uh, this is a very manual process and uh, the, uh, uh, the outcome of that is that on one hand they have a billing loss and the other hand they have a bench and they both don't know each other and because of which the organization is suffering. Uh, what kind of a managerial overload this causes? A lot actually. There are two issues here. One is uh, the manager is really not empowered to do what he is supposed to do. In one of our earlier discussions we talked about uh, manager as the CEO of the project, right? So uh, he is not empowered. He doesn't know what are my financial targets. And uh, another challenge here is the manager is working like a data worker. He is spending almost 70% of his or her time compiling the data, which ideally should be generated on a click of a button. And you can imagine that, uh, you know, the manager takes a week to compile data and then by the time he or she is done, there is a new data available. So you, what you have is a stale data. Indeed. Uh, so this is a big challenge. In fact, there was a survey which said that uh, today engineers are spending 70% of their time data collection. And uh, this leaves them with only 30% for the real work they have been hired. And all data is within the company. All data is within the company. All data is within the, forget about the insights, we have not even talking about that, uh, but it's a big problem. And then uh, if I go by whatever I hear uh, from my uh, contacts, friends, acquaintances, who is normally uh, one person, one manager brings data and uh, other people contest it. Absolutely, absolutely. So this is a, you know, it's such a real thing you are talking about. When a meeting starts, somebody pops up their Excel, which shows some number. And within 30 seconds, another person stands up and say, I think there is a problem in this data because what I have on my Excel is very different. And then the whole meeting, uh, you know, takes a very different direction. They are now uh, contesting whose data is more correct. Both of them may be having a wrong data, but they are contesting who is more correct. So, so these are uh, simple, I say simple because they are very obvious to a third person, to somebody who is taking a bit distant view of what is it. But are there any other issues uh, that let's say customers expectations, employee expectations that also are remaining uh, or dif uh, difficult to fulfill because of the operational constraints? Yeah, many. Uh, one of the like from a customer perspective, if you see uh, a customer is always expecting that the right skill people are allocated to their projects. Today, uh, you know, the RMG in the organization, their whole focus is how do I fulfill a position? Not necessarily with the right skills. So sometimes this leaves a customer uh, with a low skill person on a high skill job and they become dissatisfied. Second project, our customers also expect uh, their suppliers 
or service providers to manage the projects in a very meaningful manner with a high governance and this will directly impact the quality of their deliverables. But in the absence of any consolidated systems, this becomes a challenge. It requires really a heroic effort from the project manager, which is really not sustainable and it does not. Uh, so that is from a customer side, uh, from a uh, employee side, uh, employees also wanting to get meaningful engagement with the projects and everybody. Uh, companies say that there is a job rotation policy, uh, but uh, today HR, they don't have data to act on that job rotation policy. So only when the employee puts in the resignation, he is offered a different project. So I think, uh, uh, and also the learning uh, uh, skills development, there is no real data or a, a very systemic way to do this uh, learning and development of as an individual. And uh, also employee, uh, from an employee perspective, when employee is being appraised, it is more the perception of the manager, right? And uh, it's not really data driven. Whether I am performing at a 120% or 80%, in the end, uh, you know, both these individuals are always given a similar treatment because of the lack of uh, this uh, data, which should be collected on a daily basis. So I think uh, a lot is required uh, from uh, customer as well as from an employee perspective. So uh, you have summarized the challenges. Uh, so what is the way out? What is the solution for this? I think... Well, the way definitely, you know, it's a it's a little bit of a journey uh, when we say we want to digitize, uh, we want to put in a, uh, I mean, and the irony is these are the guys who are actually taking up millions of dollars of project to digitize their customer, but their own house is, uh, uh, is in a little bit of a mess. So the first step to the solution is uh, we have to little bit take a step backward and see what is really required. If you see in a services company, there are three key elements, which is, you know, uh, in their business. One is the project financials. The other one is the resource management. And the third piece is the project delivery. Now, these three uh, are very integrated. The moment you start going deep into the sub subject, that, you know, there is a bill rate, there is a, you know, the financial element, then, Financials are dependent on the delivery, how you deliver, and all of these are dependent on what resources you have. So they, today organizations, as I said, they have built something on their own. And these three things are not talking to each other. And because of which I may be very happy that, you know, I may have a very good uh, uh, contracts from the customer, but uh, on the other hand, are the resources being allocated to that? or uh, is it being uh, delivered on time? So these things have to be integrated. So the solution in my mind is uh, they have to step back, really look at their process and see how do I bring in the capability for managing my delivery, financials and resources in an integrated fashion. So today, uh, you know, there are ways in which you can do that. Uh, and like, uh, because we are into similar kind of thing, we work with customers. And uh, once you do that, the results are absolutely amazing. 
So is it a new kind of a solution that you're talking about? Uh, it's definitely, uh, uh, you know, as I said, uh, it's not really new. Uh, uh, everybody knows that, you know, these are the things and they probably, uh, they have been working in uh, for a decade or more than a decade. So they know all these things. Uh, but there is a new category of uh, solution called PSA, Professional Services Automation. So what it does is, it combines uh, the project management or the project delivery, project financials, uh, which is uh, fairly new because as I said earlier, the financials means what SAP provides or what Oracle provide and they were more tailor-made for manufacturing industry. So project financials and very importantly, this resource management, which will help us to improve our resource utilization, improve project profitability, and improve uh, our governance, delivery, and customer satisfaction. Going forward, IT industry serves uh, manufacturing and a lot of other sectors, healthcare and all that. The customer segment themselves are undergoing a big change, transformations. And many of them are digitizing, many of them are taking to artificial intelligence and all that. Does that mean the challenges to IT in, uh, services industries are also changing? Uh, Absolutely. And in uh, what way? Yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, you know, today uh, what is changing is the business models themselves are changing. So earlier you would see a lot of TNM. Even today it is. But uh, then fixed price model came into picture. Today there are a lot of outcome based models which are coming into the picture. So IT organizations have to sort of reinvent their systems and uh, their way of thinking. And uh, also while, uh, you know, this agile thinking, agile uh, action, because uh, today there could be ramp up, ramp down from the customers fairly quickly. So we have to strengthen our processes that we are able to sort of respond to these changes rather than react to it. And uh, so in that sense, yes, uh, the systems which we are building have to have that flexibility and uh, sort of uh, comprehensiveness that uh, I can change them without much uh, effort and time to respond to the changing customer needs. And the second thing is uh, the emerging tech you talked of, AI, ML, uh, NLP and all those things. I think while the IT services company, I mean, they, are, they obviously know about it, they are doing it for their customers. Uh, it becomes very important to use it for themselves as well. Today, to predict, uh, like for example, that uh, what will be my what is my revenue forecast over the next few months, and uh, how it is getting impacted uh, by the people I am hiring or attrition. So we there can be a fair amount of AI which can be used uh, in. Uh, uh, you know, either it's a revenue rec uh, forecast or profitability prediction or, you know, what are the risks uh, which may come up uh, in the next three months, uh, uh, people risk, customer risk, financial risk and all those things. So uh, there is IT industry can certainly, uh, you know, uh, uh, basically use this emerging tech for their own operations. Does it also mean that the speed of making decisions by the managers is going to be uh, more and more important? Absolutely. So uh, the speed and more than the speed, uh, you know, the decision at the right time. 
right and uh, for them to be able to make right uh, decisions we have to do two things one we have to free up their time for data analysis rather than data compilation today i'll give you example and this is a situation in every it company every it company regardless of the size the last 10 days of any month and the first 10 days of the next month project managers are spending their time in just data compilation for billing purpose which resource has filled how many hours and against which bill rate whether it's correct not correct and this is i have seen and in spite of having the sps and the oracles of the world so they just don't have time to even figure out that do some what if analysis that if i change this person to this project or to this pe uh, people to this project can they improve the profitability of the project they just don't have time because uh, they are always running on that uh, timelines that you have to give the compiled data so uh, so they will have you know less time to have a nice chat with their team members absolutely and to find out if any problem is there or anything absolutely. a team member requires or anything like that absolutely so they, which is their core job which is their core job and uh, and they have all the data so if we can give them a platform which can do all these mundane jobs or the routine jobs on a click of a button and then give them nice analytics the trends in which they can identify that this month my billing is going to be less because uh, 20% of my resources are on the leave or you know on vacation and if they can start seeing this information proactively then they can bring in you know other resources for that duration and i can avoid my billing loss so and uh, we have seen uh, uh, you know today industry talks of a term called dso dso is daily sales outstanding that after you do the billing how long does how it long? take to get the collection right but industry doesn't talk of effective dso the 10 days which i spend in compiling data and so that too those, you are, know, lost those are lost and that too i have seen there is so much back and forth between the customer and the company for the incorrect invoices right so i think uh, there is a lot uh, and these are not rocket science uh, solutions Absolutely. these yeah. are simple solutions but the biggest problem i see with the decision makers today is that acknowledgement that we have a problem they think you know we have grown so much no, and not, we have succeeded uh, yes, so yes. Uh, that's that's everything the, must be fine yeah that's the attitude that look i am running a multi million dollar business i am digitizing the who is who of the world yeah. you know obviously my house is in order i can't have challenges so it is time to tell the doctor heal thyself yeah absolutely and psa is that uh, medicine i believe so it's a it's a very logically fitting between the crm and the erp and if implemented right uh, in a phase wise manner this can really create uh, exponential and sustainable value creation this indeed uh, a very enlightening talk sandeep you have given us an overview of the industry what kind of application software are being used you also talked about real day to day operational problems that the managers face that the managers spend more time in data compilation data gathering than making decisions analyzing and making decisions and they have probably uh, not enough time to talk to their people 
uh, about teamwork, about their mentoring them, about improving uh, their work and uh, about seeing their expectations. And uh, uh, PSA is a good solution and, uh, and I hope that the IT industry uh, looks at itself, like you said, take a distant view, uh, slightly step back and see what is going on. Because a lot rides on IT services industry. The end customers of IT industry like manufacturing, healthcare, insurance, banking and finance and uh, all this, they depend on IT services to improve their operations. So economy in general has a lot to gain or lose if IT companies do not, you know, uh, pick up, uh, pick up the slack, so, so to speak. Absolutely. We have to keep them healthy. Yes. So thank you, Sandeep for uh, throwing, uh, shedding important uh, light and giving insights on this complex subject. And uh, thank you listeners for uh, joining in today. And I hope you like today's discussion. Do write to us at sales at productdossier.com. See you again. Goodbye.